and gentlemen, welcome to a, a very, very late episode of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast, waiting on the uh, other, other two. Brandon is in the building. Hey. With, with music. Call me and take me. Call me and take you. Take me out of here. What's going on here? The latest hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's stop. All right, what's up, y'all? What we doing? What we doing? Okay. It was was just kind of it was just kind of impromptu, man. I saw the you know. The, the damn title. I said, hey man, I got a perfect song. I man. don't know what's <laughs> that. Yeah, this show is <laughs> all late. Hey man, throw some air green on that <laughs> shit. That, hey, hey man, we late as hell, but here I am, baby. God damn it. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here hey, looking man. at my shit thinking my Spotify or, or title is playing. And Ooh. man, this shit's off the rails already. What I was saying before we were. <laughs> We were serenaded by the late great Al Green. Al Green is still alive. Really? I th- okay, I feel like an idiot. I thought he passed away a couple. No, okay. that's Teddy Pendergrass is dead. Al Green's still alive. Well, I stand corrected. Hot grits and all. <laughs> Hot grits and all. Hot grits. Uh, what I was saying before uh, we were interrupted by uh, the great Al Green was uh, welcome to a very late. Episode of the Wrestling with My Thoughts podcast. I am here with my brothers Brandon and Kurt. Gentlemen, I, I Kurt, hold on, Brandon. I think we know how you're doing, judging by that Man. intro. Uh, Kurt. Man, yeah, I am, baby. <laughs> how you I'm doing? here. How you doing, Kurt? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Oh man, doing good, doing good. Brandon, can you hear Kurt? Okay. He's a little low. Yeah, uh, Kurt, you're a little low in, on my side as well. Kurt is uh, is testing out some new equipment for us, um, so we appreciate Kurt um, going outside of uh, outside the box a little bit and uh, trying to improve the show. So he's giving us uh, this new equipment a test run for for this show to see how it works and see if uh, Brandon and I may need to get the same type of setup. Does that sound better? Uh, still a little low, but uh, I, I can hear you clear, a little just bit. low. All right, so hold on. Let me let me hold on. One minute. So. I need to start playing Al Green again. <laughs> Go right ahead. Hey, shit. You ain't got to tell me twice. We're going to kill this up. Damn. Oh, man, man. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, hold on now. I think we can only legally play about 30 seconds of that. After that, we got to cut it off or we we, uh, we are subject to get sued. Oh, I got to let Al cook, man. I'm just, right. I'm just telling you. I think that's about 30 seconds. Yeah, because... Right there is the fair use act. Uh, Kurt, how you how you doing over there? Okay, not at all. Apparently, 
what what happened to the days of the wild wild west? And they just let you just do whatever it is you want to do freely. Okay. The wild wild west. The wild wild west. We could play whatever music you wanted to play. Man, New yes. Jack played Natural Born. New Jack played Natural Born Killers with no penalty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How do I sound now? That is much, much better. Much that's better. much better. Okay, yes. Yeah. So I'm going to have to um, go back and reevaluate what I bought. All right, that's cool. <laughs> so let's try this again. How you doing, Kurt? Doing good, doing good. Good. How's the family? Everybody's great. Good, good. Brandon, um, I know we said uh, that we know how you're doing, but uh, how was your day? How you doing? I'm just going to tell y'all straight up. Hey, it is almost the end of the school year. All Everybody that's listening, and you have children that go to school. First of all, dang, never mind. I'm not how many more weeks do you have? But I will say this. Pray for those teachers out there, because, boy, it's getting hot, and them kids is wide open. Ladies and gentlemen, we are dealing with a new breed of children, okay? On the serious so. note, how many more weeks do you have before school is out? <sighs> boy, I ain't going to lie. Stop counting after spring break. Um, let's see. We got one week before spring break, and then after that, we probably have about four or five more weeks. Right, that's that's not too bad. So we probably told we have about five weeks of school left, maybe okay. six. So, but not once bad. again, this is the time of the year when those kids go buck wild, and the kids that we have had that have been on one hundred all year, and they're starting to creep up towards a thousand. <laughs> so pray for them teachers out there and parents. If you get a call from your teacher and your kid been over there cutting up, you better bust your kid upside the head and do whatever it is you got go to do. Oops, upside the head, go oops. Please, because they it's hey, a breed of kids. We, we were we, we were playing around with a little music there. Um, I don't know if you two uh, are familiar. Well, I, I know you've heard of it, but I don't know how familiar you are with the music of uh, the the band Nirvana. But yeah, Dave Grohl was talking to Pharrell about um, him as himself as a drummer. Do you know that in uh, the song, Smells Like Teen Spirit, he ripped off, for lack of a better word, um, oh shit, now I can't remember if it was Gat Band or somebody else, but somebody in, in one of the, the funk bands. And when, he, when they played it, it's clear as day. But I had never put those two together. So the same, the same drum... Uh, rhythm that 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 Dave Grohl is doing in that song. You can you can thank uh, the the '70s disco and funk movement. Mm. I just thought that was pretty cool, man. Um, yeah. I posted it on social media. Uh, check it out. <coughs> Pharrell was like, "Holy shit!" But uh, so uh, the title of this show is "We Are Late as Hell," and by we, I mean myself. Um, <laughs> Um, I've apologized to Brandon and Kurt. Uh, if I haven't, I think I did. But if I haven't, I apologize, gentlemen. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. But you uh, did. but I took a little bit of a road trip uh, this past week, and it seriously affected our schedule. The smart thing to have done would have been either to pre-record a show and then drop it as usual on Saturday. Or just forego the whole show, which Brandon and Kurt thought I was going to do. But no, I tried to be Superman and say, ah, I'll do the show on the road. And forces conspired against me. <laughs> we, 
we decided to push the show back until Sunday. Well, coming home from Texas, um, I got held up in traffic. A lot of stuff went wrong. And I didn't get home until like 10, 10.30. Um, and I, I had already told Kurt and Brandon that I wasn't doing the show Sunday, period. Um, I was in a bad mood at that point, and uh, some other things were going on. But um, So from me to you all, the listeners, um, I apologize for uh, the three of us being late with this show. But um, it started off on a good note. We had some good music, had a good laugh, and uh, we're going to keep the uh, the fun rolling as we go. Um, Kurt had a, uh, had a very uh, funny reaction to the reason for my road trip. <laughs> Um, I am a, a big fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, at least the the original from 1974. The other ones, uh, I can take them or leave them. And what I did was uh, go out to Texas and visited the original home from the 1974 movie, uh, visited the graveyard from the opening scene, and visited the gas station uh, where, uh, I don't know if those are teenagers or grown folks, but we're the, the, the young people stopped to get gas at the beginning of the movie and uh kurt kurt's not not the uh not the horror movie fan huh kurt not at all oh man so you know i'm not a horror fan at all <laughs> oh man so um but that's what i that's what i did while i was in texas i will say although i i, I jack legged the show um, I had a great time, fellas. Um, enjoyed the, the time with my son. Uh, enjoyed being able to check those items off my bucket list. And uh, really enjoyed it. Despite driving 2,100 miles. You are out of your damn mind. I'm, and, and that's what it, like, before I pulled out of the parking space here at the apartment, I reset my odometer and headed out. When I parked, 2,100 plus miles. You are out of your damn mind. <laughs> so check this out. I got my oil changed because I knew I was going on a trip. Anytime I take a long trip like that, I always go ahead and get my oil changed whether I need it or not. Um, so I had my oil changed. By the time it's all said and done, I'm about due for another oil change because of the miles I put on my car. <laughs> yeah. So, you are out of your damn mind. So what we're going to What's that? You going back to the territory? I said twenty one hundred miles. You going back to the territories on that one, sir? Yeah, yeah, man. We went through uh, we went through Houston, through Houston, and I thought about stopping and asking uh, where I could find Booker T or Stevie Ray, but uh, just kept it trucking. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what we're gonna do tonight, folks, is since we are uh, late as hell, we're gonna review the shows from last week. Um, each of us have had a chance to watch those shows, and we're going to review them, and then we're going to have, uh, Kirk's going to share with us some WrestleMania information that he's uh, picked up on this, this past week, and then just have some conversation in the show. Uh, we're not going to keep you a long time. We're not going to keep Brandon a long time, because Brandon's going stir crazy right about now. Um, <laughs> so we're going to get right to it, and uh, we're going to start off with the review of the Monday Night Raw from March 13th, 2023. So 
the very first match on the show is the Judgment Day versus Joey Gargano. I always call him Joey. The Judgment Day versus Joey Gargano and Dexter Lewis. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Did I say it again? Yeah, you said Joey. God damn it. Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> and that'll show you how much I think about Gargano. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and look, I'm going to blame it on the head trauma, okay? I'm blaming it on the head trauma. Oh yeah, you Johnny. missed that part, man. You ain't tell, you tell everybody that part. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we, say that, say that for Saturday. Damn it, Kurt! You ruined all the fun. Kurt, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt's the Kurt, Kurt is the killjoy of the. I'm joking. I'm joking. Anyway, yeah, say that for Saturday. <laughs> no, the, you, you, you had the heat. Never mind. Let's go. Right. Yeah, say that for Saturday. <laughs> so uh, we're just gonna uh, breeze through this. Uh, we're not going to take a lot of time, but uh, the winners were the Judgment Day. Um, I know I cared nothing about this match. The only person that it was involved in this match that I care anything about is Dexter Loomis. Um, I think he has a tremendous upside and I, I can't wait to see what they do for, do with him once they get him away from Johnny Gargano. Um, Kurt, what did you think about this match? Or did you think about this I- match? I was pissed that they let um, Loomis lose. I didn't think that was the right thing to do. I think he's, a like I say, weeks ago, budding superstar, and there's no way you have him losing this match. No way. Yeah, yeah, that that is something that I didn't that I didn't mention when I uh, first brought up the match. Having him take the pin was a bad move, in my opinion. Um, I don't know what the higher-ups in, in WWE C and Johnny Gargano. Um, he's he's not horrible in the ring, but he's also not great. So I'm not sure what they see. Uh, Brandon, what did you think about this match? Um, I like Gargano in the ring. I just think that he just needs um, a direction. That's what I think he needs. He just needs a direction. He needs a good story behind him. Um, so I like the things that they did with him in NXT and everything with him and uh, Tommaso Ciampa. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, you know, I mean, you know, the match was fine for what it was. I don't I mean, I, and, and I think, I wouldn't say, you know, Gargano is a great wrestler, but I think he's pretty good. And I've enjoyed, you know, some of his matches or whatever. But I think they just need to put a, they just need to give me a reason to care about him. Right. And Dexter Loomis, Dexter Loomis, I don't know what they're going to, I don't know. <clears throat> excuse, me, excuse me, y'all folks. If I sound a little hoarse or a little raspy, that's the telltale. <laughs> but. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to do with Dexter Loomis. I guess we'll see, and hopefully, you know, his talent doesn't go to waste or anything like that. So, hey, the uh, let me ask you two something. Um, Dom was getting some booze during the uh, the Three Amigos spot, but I didn't see a whole lot of people booing. Do y'all think those those booze were were piped in to kind of, I guess, give him a little more uh, heel heat, so to speak? I do. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know if it was just me. Absolutely. Okay. All right. No. No. All right. Next up, we got Cody Rhodes versus L.A. Knight. I was actually waste of time. Waste of time. Waste of time. Ahead, I'm saying? sorry. Yeah, that match was a waste. Oh, of time, the match was go waste. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So Cody wins, <laughs> and I think all three of us will agree that we are too close to WrestleMania to have Cody in in a match. Um, you can have him involved in something else, but to actually have a match, um, I think you're fucking with your main event um, at WrestleMania, and we'll get to that later. Um, 
Brandon, what did you think? I mean, two two capable guys, uh, Cody and Ellen Knight. Um, but what did you think about this match? I think, you know, hypothetically speaking, Cody wins the championship at WrestleMania. I think the type of matches he's putting on now will better fit after he, you know, he, you know, does his thing or whatever. I don't think that he need to be in the ring right now, honestly. That's just my opinion. Yeah. But other than that, match was cool. But I just don't think that they need to be in the ring. And I agree with Kurt. It was a waste of time because we all knew who was going on. So, <laughs> And uh, I, I, I realize that DDP is his godfather, but they need to find something else to call it. Just call it the diamond cutter, man. The Cody cutter sounds like pure shit. Um, Wait a minute. D- DDP is whose godfather? Cody Rhodes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. It's Cody Rhodes' godfather. Um. Kurt, you already gave your opinion. You said it was a waste of time, so we'll just move on because I think the next one is going to have about the same opinion. Uh, we <laughs> we got Elias versus Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed gets the win. Um, I, I really got nothing to say I about say this. Something. How can we get... Say that again, Kurt? Is- how can we get Elias off TV? He needs Elias, whatever his fucking name is. He needs to be refreshed. He needs to be refreshed. How can we get him off fucking TV? Yeah, I don't. I don't think you. This will. is a waste of fucking everybody's time. Yeah, you know who I want off, get him off TV? TV and stop it. You know who I want off TV? Rick Boogs. Can we get Rick Boogs? Just off came TV? back on TV. What's that, Brandon? Just came back on TV. God, man, hold on one second. Damn it clicked on something I didn't mean to click on here as I'm going through my notes. Oh, God. I don't even want to know. No, no, no. It's nothing like that. I'd let y'all know if I was, <laughs> if I was looking at something like that so y'all, y'all could uh, join in I'm the festivities. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just joking. <laughs> next, up, next up, we got Angelo Dawkins and Austin Theory. Um, Theory gets the win. This match is one I think was a waste of time because like Brandon said about the Cody match, you know who's going over. Um, so it was really just kind of a foregone conclusion of what was going to happen. So I agree. Okay, Brandon, what did you think about the match? I agree. Let's move on. <laughs> Told y'all we keeping it quick tonight. Uh, now this one was a waste, but for whole different reasons. Seth freaking Rollins versus Baron. Nobody gives a shit. Corbin. Um. Seth gets the win again. We knew what was going to happen going into WrestleMania. And I don't think that anybody really gives a shit about Baron Corbin. I'm not trying to and be mean, just, but he's he's wasted. And we just want to reiterate, this is nothing against the wrestlers themselves because, you know, we know what it is they do day in and day out. We can't do that shit. But at the same time, there's no, like, there's really no significance behind what it is that they're doing, we feel. Then we're just gonna call it what it is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no. I mean, uh, no disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect intended towards Baron Corbin, but uh, really, nobody cares, and that's not his fault. That's creative's fault. That's not his fault at all. At all, he's been getting a shitty gimmick, and it's not working. Right. Yeah. Right. It is not working. All right. So we'll move on from this one. That's bad. With JBL, say fuck it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't even know what the hell they were thinking with with making that pair. I, I don't I don't know what the hell they were trying to do, but that was doomed from the word go. 
I knew it was bad when I saw that ring attire. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Next up, we got Bianca Belair versus Chelsea Green. Uh, again, I mean, this seems to be the central theme of this show. We knew what was going to happen because it's Bianca Belair's. Obviously, she's not going to lose going to uh, WrestleMania. Kurt, what did you think about the match? Waste of time. <laughs> Total waste of time. <laughs> what about you, Brandon? What did you think about the match? I'm just starting to think that I'm like, the people that we know are going to headline WrestleMania have matches. They don't even need to, like, they could be on TV, but they don't need to wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. That's a waste of, because it's a waste it, it, of time. It's like let the, let the folks that's gonna be on the undercard, or whatever, let them wrestle and duke it out. And then the ones that we know is gonna be on the card, you know, they will cut their promos and do whatever it is they need to do. They don't need to be on TV because it's the biggest show of the year. So keep them healthy, you know. Exactly, and it, 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 you you better off having to do great promos than in the ring because when they get hurt now, the whole fucking event is is done. Right. Let them do promos against each other, talk shit, but don't have them wrestle. Nobody's it. Nobody, everybody know they're going to fucking be anyway. Exactly. Yes. Let them on the cars so, go. So cut let that shit out. Let them do promos against each other, talk shit, and hype the matchup of what WrestleMania should be really about and proceed, build hype up and go that way. Right. All these dumbass matches that don't mean fucking shit. <laughs> Stop it. Right, and let and let these guys that don't get no TV time, or it's probably going to be on the undercard or whatever, man. Let them get some match time and let them get some shine and do their thing or whatever. Or, or yes. if you, I absolutely. think that's the most appropriate thing to do. Or if you're going to put these people, in, especially the champions and, and the challengers of the champions headed into WrestleMania, if you're going to put the champion or, and or their challenger in a match, at least have it be a match that matters. Um, right, Bianca Belair versus Chelsea Green. Um, it doesn't matter, you know. But now, or, if it's or, Oscar versus Chelsea Green, then okay, yeah, because Oscar is the one that's chasing the title, right? So she's the one that got something to prove, right? Okay, makes and and that to me makes way more sense than just having Bianca Belair out there. You run the risk of having your champion get injured before the biggest show of shows of the year because right. it's two nights. Why did you? And why do you have the challenger doing all the wrestling, doing all the wrestling, and, and the and the champion over here doing all the wrestling? That don't make no sense. <laughs> the champion should want, the champion is the champion. They should be the one that had the most rest out of anybody. Now with the, they're the boss. They're the they're the boss in the video game. Okay, with, so. with all of that complaining done, I was looking forward to this match: Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa. Um, oh yeah, Solo Sokoa is green. Um, what was said about him is is true. But at the same time, the only way he's going to get better is being out there and actually doing it. So right. um, I, I like a lot of Randy Orton model. Yeah, I like the match. Um, I thought it was good. Obviously, there was some interference from the bloodline. We, we saw that coming from a mile away. But even and see the difference with this than everything else on the show, even though we know what's coming. Now, I will say this. I didn't expect Solo to get the win. So that was a surprise to me. But the interference, we knew the interference was coming. But they've done such a great job with this bloodline uh, story that even though we know what's coming, it's still interesting. Kurt, what did you think about this match? I thought it was a good match, but I and I also thought um, I, I liked Sakoa winning. 
because it makes him, you know, evolve as he gets bigger. So I think he's a future superstar. So I did like the match. Okay. All right. Uh, Brandon, what about you? What did you think about the match? Same. I like the match, and I'm very, I'm, I'm a big fan of Solo Sokol. Very big fan. I like, I, I, wherever, whatever reason, I've always, you know, as far as wrestling goes, like, I've always just kind of liked this type of whatever. So, you know, I, right. I, I, I did enjoy the match. I was looking forward to that match. I stayed up to watch that match. So, <laughs> so something I do want to add. So, something <clears throat> I do want to add. So, because I keep seeing, you know, going back and forth, how they trying to build a division with the bloodline. And this is just my opinion. Or what I would like to see. I don't want to see the Uso brothers go against Roman. I would love to see the cousin Sokoa go against Roman Reigns. Because oh. I think that's a better storyline, and you can build <clears throat> more off of that, in my opinion, of a young lion going up against the tribal chief. That's just me. But what about um that thing with, you know, remember how it was with him and Jay in the beginning? So. Cause I feel like that kind of need that story needs to be told and it needs it needs to be appearing on I that do, story. But I think you can build off on top after the Sokoa and Roman is done. You can build more on top of that. That's just me. Okay. And I don't disagree with you saying, and not at all, not one bit. I, I, yeah, I just, I just I just think that that I think I think that the, in my opinion, I think that the uh, the Jay Uso and the Roman Reigns storyline. Will be better now in the front, but then once on the back end of everything, when everything all said and done, I think yeah, Solo Sokoa going up against Roman. That's gonna yeah. So the only reason I so the, the only reason I differ because I don't want to break the Usos up of of going against Sammy and Kevin. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that this is gonna happen right away because you know we got to get we got to get through WrestleMania first, and then yeah. we got to see how all that turned out. But so I think that that, my... that that story with Roman and Jay, because Jay pretty much was the first victim or whatever, I think that that story needs to that needs to be a period on that story as well. Now, is that going to happen? I don't know. So, but this is where I this is where I take it from. I think if you go with Sokoa, let's say cause during WrestleMania, Sokoa try to turn on Roman, but Roman still wins, and then they have a their field or whatever and now once the Usos you know are done with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and then Jay come back and be like I don't like how you did Sokoa and then they have a few it's a better storyline building on top of that mm. that's just what I'm thinking we'll see I think it, but it's one of those things. Like, look, we gotta we gotta get past WrestleMania first to see how all this yeah. gonna turn out. Yeah, but I think because and I think we are gonna get into this later. Well, you know, you you know, there's a lot of stuff I, that's I, going I, on I, about I you know you speculation go about what's gonna happen. Yeah, but I don't think you can go wrong either way. I don't think so either. I agree. I agree. I because think- that that the way they built that story is like it's so many layers. And that's a good. That's a, that's how you know you got a damn and good story because there's so many that, layers why, to it. And that's why the conversation we're having now is so good. Because it can go either way. It can go three, four different ways on yeah. how we see it. And that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Even even, keep you, even they if keep they you glue, keep you glued to the TV. Absolutely. Even if they keep the bloodline together and have them chasing the titles, that's still an option that works. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. They have done, I cannot, like, 
put my nose any further up the ass of this storyline and and praise it enough because this is good shit. They've done a good job. Yep. They've done a and good it, job. Yeah. And it's one of them things when the day when it's all said and done, I'm probably gonna cry because it's like I don't now I don't have <laughs> unless they come up with something better or something that's just as good. There ain't gonna be no reason for me to even watch WWE anymore. This is what's keeping me interested right now. Honestly, this storyline right here. I, I have, I have some faith that they're gonna keep this going. I do too. And I think you know, they should. If they know what's good, if they know what's uh, quote unquote best for business, they should. Because this is what this storyline is what brought a lot of the viewers back. Yes, because for a long time, a lot of folks, especially when you know John Cena started going part time and all that, John Cena really is the last megastar. So once he started going part time and all that, man, the folks wouldn't watch WWE like that. Of course, we'll sit down and watch the pay per views and or the, uh, excuse me, the premium live events hey, or hey, whatever. Hey, you, you shut your damn yeah, dirty you mouth and say pay per views. I'm trying to be politically correct here, <laughs> sir and sir. Hey, hey, we are not politically correct on this goddamn platform. I'm just saying. <laughs> Amen to that, Kurt. Amen to that. Well, well you, hey, okay. you know, I, you know what it is. I got to do. I probably the wrong ear to listen to it. I'm probably in trouble so, with old weird school. So, but anyway, no pay per view. So, so wait a minute. Anyway. When when you don't want to be when you don't want to be politically say brother in law, and I got your back. <laughs> Thank you. All right, that's all I need. Kurt, Kurt. that's all I need. Cause you know, nah, cause y'all y'all know me in real life, man. Y'all know I'm a yes, blunt individual. Hey, hey, so I'm over here. I'm over here trying to play good cop. Listen, whenever you want to say, hey, what I want to say, brother-in-law, and I got your back. Please. Thank you. I need that. that just, that's, music, that's music to my ear because sometimes I feel like I need a sounding board, okay? Yes. So I won't say nothing that's going to get me messed up. Sounding board. Hey, Thank hey, you. Hey, Kurt, hit, hit, him, hit him with that sound <laughs> text you hit us with last night. <laughs> Man, but 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 uh, yeah, it's not working right now, but it will be working this week. <laughs> but hey, pay per view, pay per views. Okay, that's the only thing for the longest. That I just I would sit back and watch the pay per views or whatever, and that was it. I didn't know what was going on. I would catch the highlights every once in a while just to see. But this is the first thing in a long, long time that actually kept me coming back watching wrestling every single week. And I've been watching, you know, we've been watching wrestling a very long time. All of us are, um, all three of us are two, de- at least two plus decades in. And this, 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 the bloodline storyline is the best shit going right now. And it's the best job they've ever done as far as, you know, the WWE in the last maybe 15, 20 years. This is the best storyline. So I hope, I just, I, I hope that it just continues to build and build and build. And then, you know, whenever it, you know, whenever it, you know, goes, whatever way it's going to go. I hope that all of those superstars, you know, well, wrestlers, excuse me, um, you know, they, you know, end up in, you know, something that's meaningful as well. And I hope that we get back to a day where every, there's a point in time in the WWE where from all the way from the lowest of the card to the top of the card, everybody was in the store and those stories meant something. I hope to see those days again, because that's what kept us coming back to the TV every week. So it will, it will, but let's, let's go on because it's getting late in the night. All right, so next. Oh yeah, sure is. Right, y'all, let's go. Next up is AEW Dynamite, and you know their their slogan is um, "It's Wednesday night," and you know what that means? Yeah, we do. Fucked up wrestling. Right. Fucked up wrestling. All right. right. <laughs> All right. So the show opened with uh, MJF's Rebar Mitzvah celebration. I actually thought this was the best thing on a horrible show. 
Now that's uh, that's also like saying I'm the prettiest person in an ugliest person contest. But I thought this was the best thing on the show. Um, I like the interaction between uh, MJF, Sammy, and Darby Allen, um, and Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy seemed a little out of out of place, but you know it is what it is with him. But this to me was the best thing on the show, which is saying a lot. Um, Brandon, what did you think about this segment? To be honest with you, I thought the segment was great. I enjoyed it. I, I I did enjoy the segment. Um, that was the only thing I did enjoy on the entire show. But I I did enjoy the segment. All four of those guys in the ring. And them cutting promos and saying, you know, talking this shit or whatever. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Now, now what I need you to do is say brother-in-law so Kurt can give his politically incorrect answer <laughs> to what he thought about this. Now, I mean, this ain't one of no, this almost use brother-in-law when it's something that I want to say, but I can't say. Yeah, exactly. So let me say what I want to say. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. So I thought, I, I thought it could have been, so I'm going to go back. I thought it was a good segment, but I thought we ruined it is how they got too much inside how um, our rap, like really wrestling fans say in, too much inside baseball. Yeah. And how, um, who is it? Who was the part of the AGS? MJF? The, um, no, no, no. Uh, the um, Jericho Society. Oh, the the uh, Sammy Guevara. Yes, I thought he got too inside baseball on saying he was brought there to be a, a Jericho jobber. I think that I thought that went way too far on what should have been said because <laughs> I think you're making you, you are you we you already we already know you put the business out there and just make it unreal, but. I think that added a layer on that should have been added. I thought it was a good segment, but it could have been done better. And I don't think those four are the pillars of AEW. I didn't like that either. Yeah, I forgot to mention it. Yeah, that's the only part. That's the only part I didn't like about it. I didn't like any of that. Not one bit. All right. Next up, we have. This is where I have to be politically incorrect. They call it a trios match. It is a three-man tag team match, or six-man, rather. Six-man tag team match. Fuck all this trio shit. Um, Hangman Allen. Allen. Well, he might as well be Allen, because he sucks. (laughs) Hangman Adam Page and the Dark Order, consisting of Evil Uno and Stu Grayson versus the Blackpool Combat Club. That makes no sense why they're calling it that, but you got John Moxley, um, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta. Um, does, does anybody give a shit about this match? No. All right. Yeah. So no. we will move on. I, I, I'll sum it up for, for everybody listening. So y'all don't think that we're being just complete assholes to particularly John Moxley. But this was every other match that you've seen with John Moxley. Um, a lot of shit that don't make sense. He no sells a lot of shit, and then there's chaos. So uh, then we had. Are they supposed to be heels now or something? And, 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 Who okay. fucking knows? Who fucking knows? We're we're, we're gonna save that heel versus baby face talk for Saturday because I got a shitload to say about that. 
Well, okay, because I'm like, when did they become healed? But okay, but let's say the short answer is to you, as Kurt said, who fucking knows? Um, then you got Tony Schiavone interviewing Absolute Ricky Starks. Um, I wish they would drop the Absolute for Ricky Starks and just call him Ricky Starks. Um, exactly, cut that shit out. Yeah, they're they're they they're they're fucking up his his shit, pairing him with Juice Robinson, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, because the previous two feuds, quote unquote feuds, and I and I say quote unquote only because they were so quick, you can't really call them feuds. But with uh, with Ricky Starks, his previous two feuds, they had so much to build on coming off of those, and they went to Juice Robinson. So I think that's a downgrade, in my opinion. Um, do either of you have anything to say about this segment? No. Okay. Nope. I'm fairly certain you're not going to have anything to say about the next segment, but I will say that they debuted something new called QTV. Um, it's, I guess, a, the AEW version of Miz TV or whatever for GT yeah, Marshall. We don't care. That, we don't care. Right. It, okay. It, Kurt, as much as you as much as you dislike or don't care about the Miz, people care even less about QT yeah, Marshall. We, yeah. we, we we give a, we don't give a damn. Right. We don't care. So we we're, don't just, care. we're gonna skip right past this, man. The AE. Okay, hold up. I didn't think they were changing. The, and I meant to bring this up in our pregame. I didn't think they were changing the AEW. Um, all Atlantic title to the international title until the pay per view. But apparently they've already changed it to the AEW International Championship. Yeah, I knew they were doing that before. That's why I said they wouldn't add another title. They were just changing the name of it. Gotcha. So I did know that. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we have, oh, God, freshly squeezed no, Orange Cassidy <laughs> versus Jeff Jarrett. Uh, coming to the ring with <clears throat> Cassidy is Danhausen. And coming to the ring with Jared is Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt. Um, Jeff, Jeff does the honors. I don't. I mean, I guess I understand why because they're heading into a pay per view where they're going to where they're going to face each other. So but explain explain to me. Okay, I don't. They're going into a they're going into a pay. Well, first of all, let me say this: I wouldn't have booked it this way. I would have booked it as a. What they what they call Kurt? You guys know what I'm talking about. What they call a dusty finish. I would have booked it that way versus putting Jeff on his back, looking at the ceiling. But the 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 only thing I can think of, uh, Tony may have been thinking when booking this match is they're getting ready to go into the pay per view. I think Jeff's going to win the title at the pay per view, and I guess they're they don't want to give Jeff a win before they hit the pay per view. But I will say this on top of that. Then why the fuck are you having them wrestle each other? So. And see, I, I look at it. It's just me. I think you have a better <clears throat> effect if you let Jeff win on TV, let him win on pay-per-view, and then let him lose down the line. Don't let him lose on TV. and then Because I don't think they're going to let him win on at the pay-per-view either. And you may be so right because nobody knows so what Tony's booking. In my opinion, they they've turned Jeff Jarrett, and I I thought it was a light of hope 
when they signed him, but they just turned him into a glorified jobber. I agree. Same thing he, he did with Jay every Lethal. fucking week. He lo- they lose every fucking week. Yep. So you turned this a Hall of Fame into a, a fucking glorified jobber, and it makes no fucking sense. And <clears throat> I'm guaranteed. I'm guaranteed. I'm I'm very curious as to what, if any, pardon the pun here, stroke that Jeff Jarrett has behind the scenes in terms of trying to flesh out storylines, trying to help Tony book. Um, the word that I'm hearing, and we can go a little bit further into this on Saturday, but the word that I'm hearing is that Tony has become very defensive in uh, reaction to people suggesting that they do something different with his booking. Uh, but like I said, we can go in more into that on uh, on Saturday. He's a person that's never been told no. The fucking booking sucks. I, I, He's a person agree. that's never been told no. He's been always told. And I, He's always I, I, been told what he wanted to hear. So. And I totally agree with you, Brandon. Totally agree with that. I, I think and that, that... And these that's are why the type of people, people with power need a bunch of no men around them. Like, they yep. don't, yes. you need mess with, you need no men, like no motherfucker, we not doing that. Yes, absolutely. You know what? That's we one thing. There's one thing that I can't, I know this off topic a little bit, but there's one thing that I can't respect about Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He actually had people, he went and bought the team, he actually had people in place that, you know, pretty much told him how basketball worked and how to put a team together. Okay, and mm-hmm. they end up getting what two championships mm-hmm. out of it. Okay, that's a that's actually like you said it is off topic, but that's a beautiful analogy because so I'm gonna keep my I'm gonna keep what I was about to say because I've had this in my mind for like twenty years now, <laughs> and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spit, and I think I'm gonna trade my this for uh, my business going forward, and I'm gonna leave it at that. All right, All right. but uh, I I think Brandon. You using Mark Cuban as the uh, uh, analogy is perfect because I think Mark Cuban is the quintessential prototype for for an NBA owner. Now he's done some things he's done some things that I don't like in terms of getting involved yeah. at times, but yeah. I think his way of doing things works. And like you said, they yeah. got what two championships out of it. They got two championships out of it, and. You know, their team is always competitive for the most part. They're always competitive. And, you know, I just think that, you know, as an owner, there's nothing wrong with owning something, but you need to have people in place that, you know, that know the product. And see, I need that. Here's what I don't understand. That's how WCW went under when Ted Turner ended up running it because he didn't put people in position that knew the product. Yep. Here's the thing. He didn't didn't put people in position that had their love for how he had it, right? He loved wrestling, and they did. Yes, he did, and I don't want to. Yeah, he, he did, and I didn't. I don't, I don't want to discredit that, but you know, he, he you know, he, he just he didn't. It just you know, the people got, just wasn't they, in place. Yeah, but once they got, once they they took everything over, he had no say so. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, he that's a whole. He had no say so. We need to discuss that's that nice one story. day. You, I, I would like for you guys at some Absolutely. point to read or or do the audiobook of Nitro uh, by Guy Evans. Um, it's a very good book, very detailed information of exactly what happened with WCW and, and have a conversation about that one day as, as an episode. But 
to bring it back to Tony, um, that would be like the three of us pooling our money together and starting a promotion. We're fans. We love wrestling. And we think that we have good ideas to get stories and or wrestlers over. But at the end of the day, none of us have worked in the wrestling industry. None of us have ever promoted a show of any description. So it would be smart for us to reach out to somebody that's got some experience in this. Tony is trying to do this having no experience doing this. Booking an EFED is is nothing like promoting and booking an actual wrestling show. And 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 yeah. I'm going to speak to Tony directly here for what it's worth. I know jack all of shit. You're a million or the son of a millionaire. I'm sure you got your own money. Blah, blah, blah. All of that shit. But Tony, listen. He's the son of a billionaire. Billionaire. So, so Tony, listen. It's cool. Promote. Be the promoter. Be the owner, co-owner with your dad. That's beautiful. I actually think you guys have done a very good thing in providing an alternative outside of WWE. However, be the promoter, dog. Leave the booking and all that shit to wrestling people. Yep. Sit down yep. with them and, and learn from them. Be like a sponge and, and absorb everything they've got to teach you, but turn that shit over to wrestling people. And if the folks on your roster can't get behind that, fuck them. Tell them to hit the road because I guarantee you that 90% of them WWE don't want. Yep. How you think WWE stayed in business all these years, number one and number two? It's cool. Okay, yeah, you want to have all these dream matches and all that. That's all well and good. But if damn matches don't mean shit, ain't nobody going to care. Right. Yeah. I agree. Right. And that's I and agree. that's the bottom line. Nobody's going to care. It ain't but so it ain't but so many times you can have all these dream matches because you pretty much you do them every week. It ain't like it's once every year. You do them every single week, but there's no story behind them. Who gives a shit? Exactly. And then yeah. people going to eventually just check out. When when it first came along, we was all in because, like you said earlier, Ron, this was something brand new and it was an alternative and it was refreshing to see, you know, just something else on television because for the longest it was just WWE. But you getting ready, I'm like, at this point, you getting ready to flame out and people are like turning their TVs off. Even some of the vets in the business who love the business, they're turning their TVs off because the product that you're putting out is terrible overall. And we you have some good, you have some really good moments and some really good matches, but at the same time, it don't, it, it means a whole lot more when the fans care about it. Yes. And if you're putting out product with the fans don't care about it, it's all for naught. Now, so, with, with that said, well, let's finish up this review, and then I'll, I'll say what I'm going to say at the end of this. Um, the Outcast came out, and as an as a person from Atlanta, born and raised, I am ashamed that you guys are using the name Outcast. Ruby Soho, Tony Storm, and Soraya. Nobody don't gave a shit. Start, so don't give me started on that shit. Gotcha. Okay, we know how Kurt feels, Brandon. Let's move on. All right. Main event. Well, this will probably be the same shit for the main event. Um, <laughs> main event time. AEW World Six-Man Championship match. The House of Black, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, and Malachi Black versus the Elite. Oh, God. Kenny Omega and the Fuck Bucks. I mean, the Young Bucks. 
Almighty, <laughs> run, damn. Um, when did they piss in your Cheerios, man? Every day. Um, Every since, day. since the <laughs> moment I actually I heard the hype, watched the match, and like the fuck, yeah, no, the Bucks suck. Um, in my opinion, having never all day, ha- all day, every day, three sixty-five years, <laughs> having never stepped between the ropes of a wrestling ring. That, that you know what? That's not actually true. I have done that, but anyway, um, never having wrestled a match, the young bucks suck. Um, you know what? At the, I didn't even write it down. Well, the Dark Order won this match. Um. I actually think you guys may roast me for this, but I actually think the Dark Order could be a great—not just good, but a great faction—if they would stop with all the silly shit, the the lights on, lights off shit. Um, I don't think Malachi Black cuts horrible promos. I think they're pretty decent, Um, and I actually think they could be a very good three-man faction if they stop with all the supernatural shit. Um, but this match in particular, Brandon, what did you think about the match? I liked it. It was entertaining for me, but you know, I don't, I just, I just don't like, as far as the characters or whatever, I haven't emotionally invested in them. I just sit back and watch the action and just say, hey, you know, that's cool. And that's it. Let's move on. And, so, and it was all right with me. And I think that's. And this is this is not I don't know how it'll sound. This isn't meant with any disrespect, Brandon. But I think that's the difference between your quote unquote generation of wrestling fans and Kurt and I. Because you can watch a match like this and find something good from it. I watch yeah. a match like this and I see nothing but fuckery. Um not necessarily on behalf of the House of Black, but more so on the behalf of the elite. Um, Kurt, what are, what are your thoughts about this match? I thought the concept was good, but the match sucked. <laughs> all right. All right. That's Kurt, ladies and gentlemen. Now, what I was going to say, Tony's booking. Um, hey, man, the, we, we would need a whole week for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but so just just really so let's not even go into that. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, next up is Friday Night SmackDown, and of the three of these shows that we're reviewing, this to me was the best show. Uh, I agree. Um, yeah, especially the the situation involving Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. So, uh, what do we have? Cody Rhodes kicks off the show. Um, I thought that the the segment between Cody, Sammy, and Kevin was very good. Um, another podcast host who has a history in wrestling and who is arguably the greatest manager of all time called this. Um, <laughs> I think you two know who I'm talking about, but um, yep. he called this... Uh, months ago, and I don't know if the WWE is listening, or he is just Nostradamus and knows what's gonna <laughs> what's gonna happen. But I thought this was a very good segment, and I like what it set up 
costs um, in the long run. Um, Kurt, what did you think about the segment? I thought it was good. I thought it was real good. Yeah, yeah, it works, man. It works. Um, Brandon, what did you think? I thought it was great. I loved it. Absolutely. It's it's again, it's a it's a part of the it's a offshoot or part of the bloodline storyline, which has done nothing but good things. Um next up is a mixed tag match mixed tag match between Santos <laughs> Escobar and Kurt's favorite. Zelina Vega. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we made him a believer last night. <laughs> Versus Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley. Um, you know, we, we, we are laughing right here, folks, because me and Brandon see great things when we see Zelina Vega. Kurt, yep. not so much. Not so much, no. <laughs> it still don't. <laughs> That's all right, though. Both of us, Ron. Both of us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Enjoy, your, high, enjoy five, yourself. High five. Yeah, 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 hey, man. Hey, 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 bro. You ain't got to tell me twice. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me twice. <clears throat> so Mysterio and Ripley defeated, defeated Vega and Escobar. Kurt, I feel like I know what your answer is going to be to this, but what did you think about the match? It sucked to me. <laughs> And I, I, I just don't understand. And I, well, let me take that back. I understand why they're hyping Dominique up. He sucks to me. He suck. He has no talent to me at all. With it, without interrupting you, Kurt, I think you're right. I don't think he's very good in the ring. I think that he has a lot more potential and a lot more heat. Being the chicken shit manager, spokesperson, mouthpiece, whatever you want to say for whatever faction they may want to put him with. But in the ring, he's just not clicking with me. He's trash. He, he's terrible. <laughs> he's fucking terrible. I guess I guess I may I may have said I may have needed to say brother in law in that way. He's 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 he sucks. He's fucking sucks. So Brandon, what did you think about the match? I am waiting on the day that Ray Mysterio getting that ring kicked Dominic ass. Because yeah. to y'all point, so when Kurt was saying he would be a great chicken shit heel manager, Dominic can talk. He can talk cash shit. And he and even then, even like some of the stuff that he says to his dad, I'm like, it makes me mad. Because I'm like, if I was your dad, I'd have punched you in the face already. But the thing about it, so this is where, and I, I want to agree with you, but this is where He's not believable. The shit they say is just is just not yeah. believable. It don't hit home to me. And I'm like, just go, just take your ass home and not be seen about again. I, just shut the fuck up. I think the shit he's saying. He's not believable. I think the shit he's saying with Ray is not believable. I think the other shit he talks fits and it it works. Right. Um I'm not a fan. So, so do we believe he's been in pr- fucking prison? But that's the funny to me, Kurt. That's the funny part. That's, that's the, the ironic part of it. That's the funny part that of it. That shit is not fun to me. That, no, that it's, it's just the, the irony that, of it all that, is like we know. That shit is We corny. know it's bullshit. It corny. It's corny as hell. We know it's bullshit. But I'm just waiting on the day on TV because Ray keeps up. I'm not going to hit my son. I'm not going to hit my son. I'm like, if you don't, if you don't punch him in the fucking mouth, I know something. I, you know what I'm saying? 
That shit is so corny to me. It's corny. I I, I think corny. it's hilarious because he's taking what four hours in in a city jail cell and turning it into and somebody who's in prison <laughs> and got the damn bandana and doing the whole pre. He got the, te- the teardrop on his eye. I'm like, all right, man. Ex-con Don. And then, and then he goes up. And then he goes up for that move. He, he weigh he about 15 feet up in the air talking about mommy. Right. Now, I will I will say this. That shit is so fucking cool. Oh. I will say I, this. I want to I want to take a fucking pencil and stand my fucking self in the head. This shit is so fucking cool. Wait, Kurt, you, you didn't wait for the word brother-in-law on that one. <laughs> I need to call my fucking brother, another brother-in-law for this. But this shit is stupid. <laughs> and I will say this about the Dominic versus Ray match. Uh, overall, I'm not really invested in this match, but I am interested in seeing if if they put Dominic over Ray, or if they have Ray. Just go fucking ballistic on Dominic. Um, so I don't care either way. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm well. I guess I'll be the oddball out. I'm guess I'll be the oddball out the group where I say I'm just. I'll be sitting at the TV like beat, like just how uh, uh how uh, uh, uh Smokey was, you know, telling Craig and Friday when he was fighting Debo, like beat his ass, like for real. <laughs> oh, yeah, Come on, just beat his ass. Take off your belt and just whoop his ass, and then let's go home. All right. I don't give a fuck either way. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Next up is Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus versus Tegan Knox and Emma. Um, they can okay, so, they continue so, to push yeah, so, Liv Morgan. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because this shit pissed me off. Uh-oh. Oh, Kurt Why is pissed fuck? off, folks. Uh, brother, Why the fuck are we having a qualifying match for WrestleMania? In fucking tag teams. What the fuck are we doing? Trying to get everybody on the show. Fuck that. <laughs> fucking WrestleMania. Trying to get everybody on the show. Everybody. They said we weren't going to okay. do. Look, okay. they said we weren't going to do the Battle Royals. They said, okay, we ain't going to do no Battle Royals, so we're going to put everybody in the tag team. Real they're shit. Ta- they doing shit. the tag long. Real shit. So Let me interject for just wait a, a moment. moment. Real wait shit. A minute. Everybody don't need to be on fucking WrestleMania. To follow follow right behind what you just said, that is why you guys have heard me say before in private conversations and on this show, I am not in favor of a two-night WrestleMania. As a fan, it's great. You get to see more wrestling. But overall... That is why I'm against the two night WrestleMania. Everybody so, don't deserve so, to be on the fucking show. It does, but even even with that, you don't have even if it is two nights, you don't have to have fucking qualifying matches to have goddamn WrestleMania. I agree. Just have right. your fucking top people on WrestleMania night one and two and be done with it. What the yep. fuck? Is you could do two. You could do two hours a show, two and a half hours a show. That's it. That's, that's easy. And you put all your big matches on them two and a half hours a show per night. Agreed. You ain't got to have everybody on there. And you want to have a big, you want to have a big battle royal. Put that shit on a pre-show call day. <laughs> Listen, man. It's I say if you want to, I ain't, I ain't advocate, but I'm like, you want to put that shit on a pre-show call today. But let, so this is this is my frustration. It's fucking WrestleMania. We've already narrowed down what we want to goddamn see. 
what the fuck are these qualifying matches on tag teams? What the fuck is that about? It's stupid. Again, I don't disagree. And that is my argument against the two-night WrestleMania. But it has nothing to do with two nights. Yeah, what it has everything to do about? with two nights. No. 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 Some no. of the, look, if you're going to have no. some of the biggest have, matches listen, that have been built all one, year, night, listen, night one, we, listen, night one, we're going to have these three or four. That's it. Night two, we having three, three, and four. And that's it. Fuck a qualifying yep. match for re- fucking wrestling. Man, what are we talking top, about? Hey, and on top of that, you can still use the first night to build to the main event of the second night. You can do that. Okay. Qualifying for these non-existent tag teams is fucking dumb. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that shit. I don't disagree. No. And I realize, I realize, not just among you two, um, but I realize overall, I'm in the minority against having a two-night WrestleMania. I realize that, and I fully accept that. But I agree with you, Kurt. This is, you know, a qualifying match. One, why are you having a qualifying match this close to WrestleMania? Yep. If you're going to have a qualifying match, it ago. needed to be weeks out. So, yeah, I, I agree, man. I agree. Um, but on the match specifically, like I've got nothing against Liv Morgan. Um, I don't think she's horrible in the ring. I don't think she's great in the ring. She's eh. And, and Liv, look, if you ever hear this... I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to you. I'm just saying from a wrestling fan's perspective, from my mindset, you're, 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 you're okay. Um, I think Raquel Rodriguez, on the other hand, is fucking great. And to have her in this match, in my opinion, does her a disservice. But for whatever reason, WWE has sought to push Liv Morgan. And hey, great live. I hope you get everything that's coming to you in terms of money, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm with Kurt. This makes no sense. Brandon, what say you? And we'll move on. Um, I, I think I think that we, I, I agree. On, I'm on both sides of the fence on this one. I guess I could say. Um, I get what you're saying about the two night WrestleMania run. Don't get me wrong. In some ways, I do agree. But I also think that, you know, I think that everybody that all the big storylines and all that need to be on the card. I don't feel like WrestleMania is a card where everybody needs to be on the card. Absolutely. So I'm like, okay, if you don't make it, we have the shows leading up to WrestleMania. And then WrestleMania always has, you know, a pre-show, which I still think they should bring back Sunday Night Heat for that shit. I'm going to advocate for that. And if I'm like, the, the, for the folks that's not going to get on the card or whatever, put those matches like they used to do back in the day. Put those matches on that show, because that's your big show, and, you know, whatever. Everybody still get their payday, and then when they get that, because ain't nobody, ain't too many people going to sit there and watch the pre-show like that. So when you get to the main card, let the main card be the main card. Everybody not need to be on this show. Agreed. If you did not have, if you did not have a year where you were just in a storyline, or your storyline ended, like, earlier in the year, and it culminated, it is what it freaking is. Yes. And I don't think that you're going to make any more or less money, you know, not being on that card. Because if you put if you put together some good shit, you're going to be on the card anyway, regardless. They're going to find a space for you. So I just think it's a complete waste of time, man. Like, if, you know, it, it was again, if you just don't make the card, damn it, you just don't make the card. That don't mean that you know more or less of a better. 
That don't mean you're no more or less of a better wrestler than the other person. It just wasn't your it just wasn't your time. Yeah. It is what it is. So yeah. why are we wasting why are we wasting our time having a qualifying match a week, two weeks out from the big main show and we're supposed to care about this shit? Now nobody care about it. Nobody wanna see. It. Now, okay, filler, fine. But then again, you can use filler for, you know, the promos and video packages or whatever or whatever the fuck, man. Keep Put all the big stuff from the main show because that's what it's for. It's the biggest show of the year. Now let me let you me know, say this. This is what this is the one show that if don't no fan watch no pay per view all year long. Folks are gonna watch WrestleMania. Let, let me say this. I'm all for inclusion. I'm all for giving everybody their shot, and I mean that in terms of being a wrestling fan and in life in general. Yeah. However, I'm a hundred percent with you, Brandon. Not everybody needs to be on WrestleMania. Not everybody is a main eventer. And if if WWE wants to make sure that every man or woman on their card gets a payday, hey man, that's that's cool. Do what you do. But at least make this yeah. shit interesting. Yeah. At least make this shit interesting. And before we go any further, that's that's really all I got to say on this subject. Um, before I go any further, Kurt, I know you gave your opinion, but did I ask you what you thought of this? Yes, I did. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure I didn't want to, didn't want to leave you out. Now, before we go any further with this next segment, I am going to issue a, a warning or, or whatever to any female listeners to, that, that may be tuning into this show or listening to this show at any point. I am about to have a completely, um, I don't know that chauvinistic is the right word, but I'm going to use that word. I'm going to have a completely chauvinistic moment with this next segment. So I'm going to give you one, two, three seconds to tune out. I am normally not a guy that finds Charlotte Flair fine. But this fucking outfit that she wore <laughs> on Friday night when I was in Texas flipping through the channels because my son is not a huge wrestling fan, so I wasn't going to make him sit through this. But when I saw what she was wearing, and then when I went back and rewatched the show here at home, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Charlotte looked fucking great Friday night for me physical standpoint now that said let me get back into my wrestling fan and 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 analytical part of this i thought this segment was great it set the stage for the the match at wrestlemania which we're going to talk about here in a few seconds um you guys already know how i feel about rhea ripley um she's fucking phenomenal I, I, male or female, I haven't seen anyone in a long time. This made me like this excited about a match. Um, now I fully admit part of it is for, for reasons unbeknownst to me, because uh, no offense, but Rhea Ripley doesn't fit my quote unquote type. Um, but I think she's beautiful. I think she's fine. All of that stuff. All of that bullshit aside, I think she's a fucking phenomenal pro wrestler. 
And I think Charlotte Flair is as well. So I cannot wait to see this match. I thought this segment was excellent. Kurt, what did you think? I thought it was good. I thought it was real good. I, I tried, and that that's something, and maybe it's me because I'll be 50 this year. I try not to use the word great or excellent because I think society now we overuse that. I think because if everybody is great, then nobody is average or good. Everybody can't be great. I, I, okay, I, I see what you're saying, and, and and I actually agree with it, despite what I said. Because um, you know, great is for the elite. Good is for good and average for is for average. So that's why I think we society now as we get more and more the new age, I, I think we use the term great way too much. I don't disagree. Way too much. I don't disagree. And now that being said, and and me agreeing with you, I will say I think these two ladies fall into the category of great. I'm gonna say good because they career, and it's just me because I'm just old school. I need to see more long term. Okay. Then I don't. That's 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 just me. Yeah, and and I can ride with that. I can respect that. Um, Brandon, what did you think about this segment? I thought it was a good segment. I cannot wait for this match between Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. I think that match is gonna be off the fucking chain. Um, I agree. I think that Charlotte, I think that Charlotte Flair is going to go down as an all timer when all is said and done. I think she's going to be an all timer, and if Rhea Ripley sticks with it long enough, she's going to go down in the all timer. We are looking at an era of women's wrestling that we've never seen before, and quite frankly, you know, you put the right ladies in the ring against each other with the right storyline, they're outshining the men right now. I agree, and so. Yeah, they're outshining the men. So, um, besides the bloodline storyline, I thoroughly enjoyed this storyline because you got two of the best in the business right now, besides uh, Bianca Belair, because I think she's up there with them currently. Um, you got two of the best in the business right now going head to head, and it's you know, it's going to be interesting to see where they're going to be placed on the card. Because I can't say you know this WrestleMania has a lot of. I don't want to say a lot, but it has a few really, really good matches on there. You have about three or four matches that could main event either night, and it wouldn't be an issue. So I, I'm really looking forward to seeing this match, and um, you know we'll we'll see where we'll see where it goes from here. Because you know, Rhea, and Rhea Ripley is really just she's doing her thug thizzle right now. I don't use that term very often. Yeah. She's really doing her thug thizzle right <laughs> Look, now. Look, I I know that for the last several weeks I have like kissed her ass without. <laughs> without any regard for embarrassing myself. Um, but I do think that, that she is that good, um, in my opinion. I think in the entire time that I've been a wrestling fan, and I mean that from, from you know, when I was knee-high to a Nats ass until now, I don't think that I've, I've seen better women's wrestling overall yeah. than than what WWE is doing right now. And there were some great women wrestlers that have come through, but they just didn't have the talent to work with to really make them shine. I, I wouldn't even say they didn't have the talent. I think there were some that came along that absolutely you know, they're, they're, had the talent. Really, but there just yeah. there just wasn't a market 
quote unquote market for women's wrestling at the time. Right. Because it, it, you know, times were different. You know, women yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't want to go too deep off into it, but it's like you know, women were still kind of like, hey, y'all women, y'all can't do what the men do. Yeah, I mean, and they didn't really get, and they didn't really get the time and the development to really put some things together. And now they're finally getting that chance, and they took it around yes. with. It, so, I mean, I mean, think of think about the Divas era, right? You had, yeah. and I mean this with all sense, you know, respect, but it was nothing but TNA. And I don't mean total nonstop action. I mean tits and ass for WWF slash WWE during that era. But in spite of that, women like Lita, women like Trish, women yeah. like Mickey James, and they, they, and, and, you know, say what you will. Um, Soraya, and I can't remember what her name is, uh, was in WWE at the moment. Paige. 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 Um, say what you will, her as well. And not, it, it, those are to me the upper echelon of ladies. Then you had the ladies, um, that were underneath that, that still, even though they may not have been the best in the ring, they went out there and busted their ass to be more yep. than just tits and ass. And I'll throw in the per person that popped in my head was like, you know, your Jacqueline's, James, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Ivory. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, thank and thank you for I'm bringing up those people because I agree with you yeah. 100%. I, I, I enjoyed watching <laughs> Ivory used to. The, the, the little character that she played, I'm like, I told you get your ass whooped every week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, those ladies right there, they really, they got in the ring and they did they did their thing. And it's a few more that I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now, but it's a few more that, you know, they, they really, if they, if they were in this era, I'm like, they really could have put on, they really could have put on some shit. Jacqueline especially. Jacqueline could wrestle. Absolutely. She came through the, um, she came through the territories and everything like that. She's one of the last of the Mohicans. So, you know, she got some of the biggest titties in the damn world, but she kicked your ass for real. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, but you know, it, it you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to see the, um, I'm happy to see, you know, how women's wrestling has, um, you know, um, been developed over time because, you know, it was so many talented women that came through, but they just, because of what wrestling was and how men were being, and how just how society was as a whole. You know, they just didn't get as much of a shine as they possibly could yeah. have. Some, some were able to rise above it, but you know, a lot of them, you know, if we don't, you know, show them the videos and keep their names alive, they'll fade off in the darkness. So I, I'll say this, and then we can move on. I think Kurt will agree with what I'm about to say because I said it to him specifically that at one point, the women that were in NXT—that's when Charlotte, um, Sasha Banks, Bailey. And Becky Lynch was still in NXT. I told him that the women in NXT were doing head and shoulders above anything at that point that the men were doing on the fucking main roster. Oh, absolutely. So, because back in the day, you used to watch NXT to watch the women. You didn't care about shit else. Absolutely. You watch NXT to watch the women. Sasha Banks and all them. You watch that to watch them. All right, so. And not because they were pretty, they could get it. They got in there and they freaking they tore the house down, man, every night. So next up, we got Xavier Woods, which I guess is the last man standing for uh, New Day, which I, I can't wait to hear Kurt respond on this. Versus oh, boy. versus L.A. Knight. Um, I, 
I wish they would do something more with Eli Drake than they're doing. Um, I, I think that he right now he is, you know, a tired phrase to use, but a glorified dro- jobber. But Woods defeated Knight. Um, Brandon, what did you think about this match? Man. Yeah, I mean, that's about it. Um, Kurt, what do you have to say about this match? I think they're just really doing uh, L.A. United a disservice. If, if, if you're going to just use him this way, just let him go. Agree. Yeah. Just release him, let him go somewhere else where he can prosper. Cause he, he doesn't deserve this. Yeah. No. So he's another one of those guys I feel like getting a raw deal too. Yep. Yeah, all day. Yep. All day. So what about Xavier Woods and the last sta- last man standing? Cut for- him. <laughs> Cut him. Get the fuck get him off the fucking TV. He couldn't even let me get, get it out, Brandon. TV. <laughs> Damn. Get him off fucking TV. Damn. I think they I think all three of those guys. I think in now, be I think they've been TV. they've been in a new day for almost ten years. I think it is time for something else. Yeah, get them all fucking. Give them a new bit of shine, and you know, put something behind them that we can sink our teeth into. And let's go from there because all three of those yeah. guys, and you know, God bless uh, Biggie. I hope that he's able to make it back from that neck injury, but and yeah, Kofi as well. Cause both of them are out injured, but I'm like, man, they. I I hope that you know they. It's, it's it's time it's time to move on from all that and just put something else behind them. Yeah, and see what I'm, else they I'm tired can do. Of so tired because of I don't want to discredit. I, I I think they're they're I think they're good in the ring and they can they can, I think they could do some things. They got to get out of that gimmick, man. It's time. It's a random course. Yeah, ain't but so much you can do with it. So we we talked about number one contenders matches earlier with the women. Um, here's another one: Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Does, with all due respect to, to Sheamus, um, Andrew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre has been fucked because of, of bad booking. But does anybody give, hey, give a shit about this match? No. Wait, uh, does, does Drew McIntyre and Sheamus? Yeah. Now let's get on to the triple threat at WrestleMania. All righty then, here we go. Uh, we got Sami Zayn and Jay Uso face to face. Um, again, another segment of, of, or another show ending segment of, uh, of a WWE wrestling program that features the bloodline. They can't go wrong. They know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They know that fans want to hang on and hear what's got to be said involving the bloodline. That's really all I got to say about that. It's, it's, it's more, as Brandon says, cash shit going on with this. Than, than anybody I think can really shake a stick at. Um, Brandon, what did you think about this this final segment? Yeah, I think the final I, that's one of those other segments I kind of stayed up to see. Uh, you know, I enjoyed the segment overall, and it just added more layers to the story. And um, I'm just looking forward to see how everything you know kind of turns out because I think I think Jay Uso at this point he's kind of torn in between a, a rock and a hard place. Because, you know, he knows what he went through with Roman in the very beginning. But at the same time, like, you know, blood is thicker than water. He wanted to. And he was the last. He was right. He was the last one to, like, really be like, you know, buy in to Sami Zayn or whatever. Because he wasn't buying that shit. And he finally bought in. And it's like, everything kind of flipped. So he's kind of like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just kind of just interested in seeing how everything turns out, you know, as far as, you know, the, you know, the championships and, 
and just whatever. It's just another layer added to the story. <laughs> and I don't want to start rambling or anything like that, but I'm just like, what the hell is going to happen? Like, yeah, it's I agree. just it's 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 it's, it's, it's interesting. It's really, really, really interesting, man. Because it's just it could just go so many. It could go so many damn ways. <laughs> yes, because I can actually really see. I can see Jay and Sami Zayn actually making up because it's one of those things. Like Sami Zayn's like, look, man, like you know, you got your your folks over here. You've been riding with forever, but you gotta think about it. I've been riding with this dude for forever. Like that's pretty much like my damn brother. So if anybody should understand where I was coming from when I did what I did, is you was y'all. You know what I'm saying? He might not be my blood brother, but that's pretty much like my brother. And I wasn't going to let y'all sit there and do that to my brother. Because even though we have our differences, that's still like my, that's, that's my dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like what you, what, at that point, what did you want me to do? You know? And it's just, it, man, it, it's, 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 shit, this is one of the best things they've ever yeah, written. They, got, man, they okay. got so much shit going on with the storyline of the bloodline that I, I'm like you. It's, it, it's they can't go wrong. They got so much shit Mm-mm. going on that they got so many and, different avenues that they can take that I can't. Wait. And you can kind of relate to it in real life as well. Yes, because we go through shit with people. You know what I'm saying? We go through things with people, and it's like you can just kind of you can just relate to it in real life. And it's like, okay, what do you do? And hopefully, nobody has to make a decision like that. But it's like, what do you do? When you and your brother or your best friend have a disagreement, but somebody trying to sabotage them at the same time, yeah, whose side are you gonna take? Kurt, what did you think about this so, segment in in SmackDown? I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Short, sweet, and to the point. That's what we can. Ex- yeah, that's what we can expect from Kurt, which is which is good. And unless, unless. You you let you some shit get out about the new day, <laughs> boy. <laughs> so, folks, that's that's the review of the uh, three shows that we we primarily watch um, during the course of the week for last week. Um, Kurt, did did you want to bring up um, what you read about the uh, the WrestleMania main events for night one and night I two? Did. So, so what I'm reading now from Dave Meltzer, the Observer. Night one will be, the main event will be Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, which it should be. Co-main event will be Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. Night two is slated for Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, main event. And um, co-main event, Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And so we'll see how they shake out this week. Yeah, I, I think that those going to be two. I don't mean cut y'all wrong. Those going to be two WrestleManias where basically the undercard is going to be what it is. You just trying to get to the co-main event and the main event. It's just like boxing. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was just about. I was about to say almost the exact same thing, Brandon. That I think that they have put together. I think overall they put together a good card, but specifically with the co-main event and the main events for both nights, they have put together a very, very good card for WrestleMania this year. Um, I, I, I am, I am very interested one to see from a business perspective to see what the buy rates are. Well, fuck, there are no buy rates for for WWE. No buy rates. Everybody subscribe to Peacock. Hell, man. shit. Anyway, and that, that app, so that app sucks. You <laughs> bet. Look, that I fuck, said that app sucks. I watched. Uh, I watched. I hate the interface. 
I watch strictly it's, it's terrible. I watch strictly terrible. business with Eric Bischoff today live as I was working. And they were talking about Peacock and, and I took a moment to chime in and say that the network sucks ever since it went over to the Peacock simply because what you know what you said, Brandon, the interface is not user friendly at all. My the, wife, the, the WWE like network was so easy all to navigate. Fucking day, every day. Yes, it's yep. not even WWE. It's the whole fucking app. Yep. That shit is trash. The no, the WWE network was so easy to navigate. It was easy, but easy you know, as hell. This whole so your sister being here trying to watch this shit, she click on it and it take like five minutes for the shit to come up. Yep. Yep. For anything, any fucking thing. And also yeah. don't. And also, don't forget when you clicked on a certain show, there were timestamps on every single match. Yep. So yep. if it was shit that you didn't want to see, all you had to do was you didn't have to even fast forward. You can literally just go on to the next timestamp. You can watch what the hell you wanted to watch. Yeah, this shit is terrible. And it's te- now now you have to go through and fast forward through all the timestamps and all that other shit. Is the, the app is hard. And luckily, you know, we are experienced in navigating apps and stuff like that. But for a person that ain't used to technology and shit, or just not technical savvy, you're going to have a hard time trying to watch stuff on that app. Indeed. Because I, I like to think that I am tech, tech savvy, but it took me. I'm not. It took, <laughs> it took me forever no. to find the last watch along we did from the network. It took me forever because they got that shit in seasons. Yeah, they don't even have like the numbers or the years, so I'm yeah. confused as hell. Just put the shit chronologically I'm familiar. Years. Right, and luckily I'm familiar with a lot of the logos, so I was trying to, I was kind of able to try to, I was kind of able to figure it out. But it was like a lot of shows where I'm just like, I don't even know where to even begin. It's my seasons. I don't know what like this shit. Some of it like Monday Night Raw has been going on for thirty years. I don't, I can't. I'm not trying to do the math right now. <laughs> To go all the way back to 98, 97 and all. I'm not trying to do the math right then right. or whatever. That's terrible. So, terrible. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we have for uh, the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast this evening, a special Thursday edition because we late as hell, which means Ron G was late as hell. Um, I appreciate, well, we, we appreciate um Zombie, and I, I'm not even going to say the three, first three letters of this person's username because it's going to bring up some some pornographic connotations. Oh boy. But I will say that I appreciate you two uh, chiming in, to, or not chiming in, but checking in tonight. And folks, we will be back Saturday. Uh, the time right now is not well established because um, Brandon has something that he has to take care of that, that Kurt and I are fully supporting, and we're going to move things around so that he can be uh, ready to go with what he's got to do. Um, Appreciate it. So we will che- we will we will let you guys know approximately what time we're going to begin on Saturday, um, but we will be back on schedule ish Saturday um, and going forward right now we don't see anything that's going to keep us from being on schedule uh, you can find us on Instagram uh, you can find us on Facebook uh, if you have any show suggest- suggestions if there's 
a particular pay-per-view you would like for us to review, or if there's a particular match in general that you would like for us to review, hit us up at wwent at gmail.com. Uh, we want to do things like that. Um, I think I speak for all three of us. We would love to do something like that. If if a fan gives us a suggestion of a, a particular match or pay-per-view or what have you to review, we would love to go through that review. Um, so check us out. And before we check out of here, Brandon, you got anything to say to any, everybody? Good night. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm used to that for Kurt. I'm not used to that for me. <laughs> Kurt, without without uh, 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 any sort of uh, fanfare, what do you have to say departing this evening? I think we should be able to give an update on when we're going to record uh, tomorrow to the fans on Friday on what we're going to record on Saturday. Yes, we'll, we'll have our Saturday pregame one. tomorrow and we'll be able to provide you guys with an update. Forgive me, I'm a, I'm a couple of days behind because I went to work in the middle of the week after being off for one, two, three, four, five, six straight days. Um, so I'm, my days are a little hazy right now. But yes, we will be able to give you you all an update tomorrow night uh, what time of what time we're going to be live on uh, Podbean Saturdays. Um, so without further ado, I want to thank everybody once again for listening, for tuning in, and for, for being a fan of the show. Thank you. We need that support. We want that support. And uh, until Saturday, everybody, y'all have a good one. All right. See y'all. Peace. Peace.